0: What's up, folks? Welcome to Mated Show. My name's Ethan Lunn. And I'm Mike. And we're here to discuss the latest episode of Star Trek Strange New World Season 1 finale, Quality of Mercy.
1: Yeah, yeah. What did you think, Ethan? What did you think? I get oh, you just no. as, as just as a drink goes uh, to your mouth. Oh, man. Yeah, well, you would make a good waiter. Uh um, Yep.
0: Well, obviously we do non-spoilers first. Overall, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. It was a great cherry on top of a great series. Um, great season of a great show. Wonderful episode. Um, got I got my wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey that I've been after.
1: Yeah, you did um, say it was coming at some point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, You've got to you be some right
0: timey-wimey, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, what about yourself? I I thought it was... Uh, good to between good and very good. So I, I didn't put it as, ver- as very good for myself. And that's in part because I I don't think the message did amazing on it. And if anything, mm. it probably took away from a bit of the message of the show that it's uh, doing a bit of a copy from, a copy and paste from.
0: Yeah, so, sort of. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying there. Um, yeah, there is. There is some copy and pasting doing. There is... Uh, mm. It's a big... I mean, it's hard to get into, but yeah. Like I say, it's timey-wimey, and there's copy and pasting happening. You can probably guess kind of yeah. what we mean by that. It, um, if we if we just
1: include it in the non-spoilers, that let, let's say um, some of this episode copies very heavily from a TOS episode. Yeah. I think that's, lines that's still right non-spons. up next to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um. And unfortunately, um, I, I think comparison-wise to to that episode, because it's a very good, one of the best episodes of TOS. Agreed. Then, when you come to do a, when you end up aping it or doing a bit of a copy paste, then you're inviting opinions that are going well. Compared to this, one of the best episodes of one of the most iconic TV shows of the last uh, seventy years. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's a, there's
1: there's a, there's a strong argument
0: on that side, uh, mm. but I, I think the show, I think the 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 people making the show, um, very clearly know what they're doing. Um, like yeah. the the they they clearly hold. That original episode in high regard, and and they, mm. you know, effort was definitely made to to do it justice. Yeah, um, I think it looked it, it's fantastic.
1: Held in, it's held in a lot of reverence, like um, Lower Decks holds stuff in reverence, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, there's, so, there's no there's no abusing that original canon, I would say, or that original mm-hmm. episode too much. No. Yeah.
0: Um. Obviously, like you, you know, like you say when you when comparisons are invited there's there's obviously some elements that I prefer of the of the original um but i think uh you know for the most part i think uh, i think they did a good job um yeah. with the message they were trying to put forward in the episode mm. being look yeah. it's a good episode they did a good mm. job um everything else that i want to say is kind of spoilery you yeah. know so
1: well, let's get into spoilers nice and early then. Yeah. Man, if we if we only want to talk let's spoilers, let's do spoilers
0: because everyone's seen it. Um, we'll start with my uh, you know usual thing. If you like Tos's, but Balance of Terror, you will fucking love this episode, or you'll hate it. Yeah. Um, uh, like, or you'll think it's between good and very good, which I guess is quite good yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah quite good because yes this 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 episode is it's it's an alternate timeline uh rendition it's a mm-hmm. cover it's a cover of balance of terror uh, by chris pike So yeah. what would have happened in that episode if pike was still the captain of the enterprise um which i you know which 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 was fun because you know also if you like the kelvin timeline movies you were gonna fucking love this episode Yeah, Uh, because it's basically, you know, um, it's an alternate timeline thing, much like um, one of my favorite TNG episodes, Yesterday's Enterprise.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. If you like those three things, you're going to love and or hate this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's that sort of episode where people are going to love or hate it. On how, you know, people who are, let's say, overly attached to TOS um, and the episode will hate it. Um, And the
0: aesthetics, particularly because, like, it's all still strange new worldsy. Everything looks all slick and pretty. Nothing's made of cardboard. How are Memory Alpha (laughs) going to work their way out of this one?
1: I was only just thinking then they'll have to say in this alternate timeline, in the alternate future of TOS. Strange New Worlds, which is TOS. They decided not to change the ship at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh, man, I should have taken a screenshot yesterday and, and, and
1: we could have compared it. I, I wish I'd took one of um, the Farragut page. Yeah. Because the, the Farraguts, you know, for getting way into the episode, the Farraguts uh, in this episode, I was like, the Farraguts definitely mentioned in 09. And yes. it's it's around Starbase One or their version of Starbase One. Let's see if I can see it. And you can't, but there's like one or two ships that look like um this one looked. Mm. So it's like, hmm mm. Yeah, that'll do it.
0: But yeah, should we uh, should we get into the episode then?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's let's go. Um so it's another pike episode, so naturally it's a captain's log from him. Yes. Um, talking how they're on the edge of the neutral zone, retrofitting outposts—the same outposts from *Balance of Terror*. Um, and because it's a mirror from the first episode of the season, you know, because it's his episode again, we've got Captain um, Batel, Captain Batel, yes, Captain Batel, who he's been yes, hooking his, up with his special friend his special friend, his his downstairs um, friend. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's There's leaving There's a party today, in his pants and she is invited. Yeah, they are very friendly and they've been on manoeuvres together. Both of their ships have been together oh, doing oh, manoeuvres. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but we're, we're at... So, you know, not nothing majorly of interest there, I don't think. When when he's saying goodbye, other than maybe we'll get a, a Pike cookbook in between seasons yeah. because they they yeah, push they're... hard on him being a cook, don't they?
0: I know he's even
1: like re re
0: you know um, refrying leftovers, which I don't think is necessary considering. Yeah. The the replicator like like how are there even leftovers? How did they not recycle the leftovers when they were done? Why are there even leftovers? How is Pike? Like, surely Pike makes precise portions.
1: Yeah. Um, well, well, they probably got I d- I busy love... before they finished eating. Probably. I mean,
0: yeah. they're only human. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do, I do love... Re- I do, that being said, I do love re- use, um, recooking uh,
1: leftovers. Yeah. And when you think of it, anyway, if you did have leftovers and put them back into the replicator or matter synthesizer because it's TOS time, you probably get out. It probably takes away the molecules of that and puts them into more food in the future, anyway. So everyone's so, eating leftovers. Exactly. Everything is leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. Even you know Pike's special food that he's cooking, presumably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then we're in uh, the meeting room, and Pike's talking to Hansen Al Salar. Al- Hanson, al-salah commander hansen, hansen. Al-Sala. yeah copying so, because in in balance of terror it was just a white dude called hansen
0: it was just <laughs> a white dude called hansen so they've changed so i like this because i'm guessing because like my family's from the american south new orleans bourbon street baby um Woo-hoo. and in louisiana um which by all accounts now is a terrible place um mm-hmm it's common to call people like you know miss carrie miss mr les uh mr yeah. ethan mr mike that's yeah. you know so you've got commander hansen and that's his first name yeah commander hansen so that's like commander ethan commander mike he sounds like a pretty nice guy i ah, just call me commander call me commander hansen.
1: hansen you know and hansen. and there's no way um the the racists who who don't who somehow still like Star Trek will, will get annoyed with that or of course oh fuck them <laughs> um, yeah fuck him. to be honest we probably won't hear them over over
0: the people um, just going mental about the like whether or not
1: they should have used different badges he has a
0: different yeah. badge
1: but that that's fine like that's fine outpost badges are supposed to be different it was the yeah. You're not supposed to have a different badge if you're in Starfleet. Yeah, yeah you're always supposed yeah, to have the Delta. Yeah, but
0: I, I know that in the behind-the-scenes thing, Gene Roddenberry got annoyed at the costume makers for making uniforms with different badges just because people were on different ships. Yeah, he's like, "That's not what I meant." Yeah, it was different. That was supposed different to be badges a depending Navy on ship. different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah,
1: and unfortunately, I liked it. Enterprise did that with the. Uh, not having the Delta they had a weird thing for the Defiance when they went into yeah. the mirror. Um, yeah, I think. they could have
0: yeah. they could have made a corrective move, but they didn't. They could've, but they didn't. God they didn't. damn it, Enterprise. Yet another reason why you go in the bin. <laughs> poor
1: Enterprise. Poor, poor
0: baby. Uh <laughs> I'm just joking out like Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show.
1: Um but Hansen's kid comes in, Mott. And Pike has you know one of the shell shock moments where the whole thing goes um because mott al salah is one of the kids that dies when Pike uh, tries to save or saves a load of crew um one of two people that die is is mott al salah so Pike's storming out there and and being chased by una and he he says he's gonna try and do something to to fix it really so mm. That that yes. poor mock kid, um, you know, another nine-year-old kid ready to die um, on know. the fire of strange god. Girls. This
0: this show really does hate kids in the same way that Star Wars hates animals.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, can can we abuse this child? Can we? Um, how many yeah. children can we kill? Yeah, well, it's it's up to four at least, isn't it? It's Um yep. uh, Benga's kid. Going off with possibly um, the the paedophile nebula. Yep. Um, and even
0: the... even even before that, that she was a dying child for yep. her entire life. Yeah. The, trapped the, in the an ext- existential that, hell. Yep. The child that was sacrificed at the altar of floating cities. Yep. Um, Laan's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, the traumatized girl. the traumatized girl from Aliens. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Fuck them kids. And all the little baby gone. You know, all the little just baby gone. Oh, yeah, of food. Those. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Never mind. Who kids? Who needs them? <laughs> so P- Pike's uh, next bit. Pike's in his quarters, and he's he's drafting a memo to Moth to say, you know, oh, you want to be in Starfleet? That's a good idea, um, but maybe maybe don't because you're going to die horribly. And that's where we get our our first surprise of the the show is we get a old pike who's oh. who's come for a visit. He's wow. still old. He
0: looks he still looks fantastic.
1: He, he looks he's aged fantastic. He's 20
0: years, he's barely aged a day.
1: Yeah. He still oh, held all his hair, you know. Yep. Yeah, the most important thing if if we knew that man was going to get older and lose his hair then um what would be the point in living for him still? No.
0: Good God. Um, but he's happen. in a,
1: a monster maroon or a I monster maroon what
0: did you think what did you think of the monster maroon it's
1: i i, I don't like in the current strange new worlds they the delta bits or all, all the weird pattern and i i don't like it more on the monster maroon but it was it was pretty down painful yeah. than that yeah I
0: think that like the the part that bothered me was the sleeves. I can whatever, that's fine. And yeah. also, there is the get out of jail free card that is that this pike is from an alternate timeline. Yeah, um, it's not necessarily it's...
1: the Monster Maroons that we know.
0: Exactly, it's not the Monster Maroons that we all know and love. Hmm. Uh, what bothered me more was the the double breast. The the overlap was, was kind lower. of it was yeah. lo, it was a bit low, and mm. it, when the thing comes over, it just kind of made it look like some of the more naff Star Trek cosplays from the nineties. Yeah, um, yeah. that that I've seen many many pictures of.
1: Yeah, um, I, I did think that as well. The strap was low, but you know, yeah, a
0: bit low. It it's, to be... it's fine enough. Uh, it's totally fine. You look fantastic. Yeah.
1: He's a good-looking uh, gent, whatever makeup yeah. they slap on him,
0: and, and yeah, and he's you know was nice little hey, monster maroon, cool,
1: yeah. So that that was our first nice surprise of the um, episode, and he's he's back in time using a a Klingon time crystal, um, yes. you know. So they're they're pinching that from the second season of Disco, yeah, uh, to show I was, him his future.
0: I, I was never I was never a fan of the time crystal thing. It was a bit Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, bit too much D and D in my Star Trek for that one.
1: Uh, that, it makes me I, think, I, you know, what? Why are the Klingons not constantly going to these time crystals? You know, a Chancellor going down and being like, "I wonder if um, if I start this war, you know, will it be honourable or not? Why I, I die in honourable battle or why yeah. not?"
0: Oh, I, uh, yeah, fine. it's it's a it's an element that doesn't necessarily make sense to me. It would it would make more sense if in Season 2 of Discovery they made the whole time crystal thing not Klingon. The fact that the Klingons have con- control over a planet of
1: time crystals yeah.
0: is insane to me.
1: i tell you what could have worked, and they would have only been using it a season earlier. Uh, Guardian of Forever. Yeah, totally.
0: Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, to or, like, um, you know, we could have... um. We could have had Wesley we could have got Wesley back as the traveller. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But we wanted Monster Maroon, so we, we we got Future Pike.
1: You know what it's it's made me think of though, like talking through it now and I hadn't thought of it before. I I probably need to rewatch Voyager Endgame because the Klingons give Oh
0: Voyager Endgame, yeah, that's the
1: fucking list. But the Klingons give Janeway what she needs to travel back in time, don't they? Is that yeah. a time crystal? Yeah, yeah. Because it's B'Elanna's uh, daughter um, working with Klingons there. Gives gives something to Janeway, to Admiral Janeway, so she can travel back in time. So maybe these Klingons, you know, Klingons as a species, we think of them as war war races, but they are just the masters of time. They are Time yeah. Lords.
0: The, the time, yeah, the time yeah. lords. That's insane.
1: Yeah. So yeah, he he's there to to show young Pike, Captain Pike, Um Rear Admiral's there to show young Captain Pike how things go wrong if he manages to avoid his fate. Hmm. So you know, it, it's it's fine enough. It's a it's a good start to an episode. It punches in very quickly. You know, this yeah. is all pre credits.
0: Yeah, it's a bit um it's a wonderful life for uh, um
1: yeah. a g- ghost of Christmas yet to come. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the the episode that Pike gets flung back to, um that we've I suppose we already mentioned before, is Balance of Terror.
0: Yeah, so... and, and we're straight into it. Is it, it so I, I as I recall but in Balance of Terror the so so we, we jump straight into the, the like the, the wedding ceremony that's happening mm. at the start of that episode.
1: Yeah, and um, you know, parts of it a are, are beat for beat. It, it looks like they've tried to mirror the same, um, you know, husband and bride. Other than the husband's mm-hmm. lost about two foot on I mean, him, which you know, is yeah. fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. I mean, just just as skinny. Just uh, you know, I'm I one to talk, but yeah, Some yeah. skinny, skinny, tough, tough guys in from '60s TV. A lot of yeah. the time, there's yeah. some skinny-ass t-
1: tough guys. Um. But yeah. Um. But it, it's it's great set design as well because they're Pike standing in front of the altar or whatever is the same, or it's a redone one from from TOS as well, and they've got the wedding music in the background like they had in TOS. Um, mm. And you know, Pike Pike obviously doesn't know what the he doesn't have his knowledge of why he's there or what he's doing, so he's he, stumbling he's stumbling through. He's stumbling Lonsally. through
0: yeah, it must be something to, to see to see Chris Pike go from what I, I imagine was probably quite a beautiful, and moving speech mm. um, to or apparently just stock because it's the same. This is, <laughs> yeah. He's obviously like probably not reading a beautiful speech. He's probably reading from like the captain's handbook of, of, of what you Captain say at weddings because yeah. it's all the same stuff.
1: Um, that since, since the, the days of the first ships, wooden vessels. So the same as Balance of Terror. Uh there's a red alert. Pike is saved. Um Spock's telling him Spock says he's the number one and he's telling him that um Outpost four has sent out a distress signal. Uh they go to the bridge. Uh Pike does the same walk around the bridge that Kirk does ask what's happening. Yep. The other outpost. Yeah, they have match camera down. movements. It's it's good. It's well made.
0: It's well. It's you know, yeah, good.
1: They, what what I was thinking is is Pike pauses on on Kirk's walk round of the set. He pauses and talks to Scotty, um, and Pike pauses there and he's like <laughs> looking for someone to talk to at that point. Just so it it matches up a bit better uh, time wise. Yeah, there's,
0: <laughs> there's like on you know, you made a great video d- with some scene comparisons, and yeah. I think that like Pike and Kirk in both the original and this one they both share equal amounts of like pausing for a purpose and just pausing mm-hmm. to pose. Yeah, so we're literally getting like a shot for shot remake of that opening scene from Balance of ba- uh, Balance of Terror. Where yeah. Commander Hansen, first name Hansen, um, gets fucked up. The outpost gets exploded by a decloaking Romulan bird of prey.
1: Yeah. Bird of prey. Not so,
0: warbird.
1: Not warbird. Um, They're it, sticking it's with even got the original bird.
0: script mistake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Which, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I, I can live with it. Yeah. Totally. Don't they um, reuse the warbirds for Klingons later in the series as well? I Think too? so. I think like they just
0: yeah. couldn't decide which ship was which and which had what name, and yeah. who had each ship.
1: Mm. All right. It's fine. I, I've tried to headcanon it as they they traded ships. They they had a agreement, and that's how the Klingons got cloak. Yeah, um, and traded over ships. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the station gets destroyed, and uh, uh, the in a goes spectacular
0: off. fashion. I'm sorry, but that shot of Hansen yeah. getting blown up is fantastic. Yeah. That was some of the funniest shit I've seen in a while.
1: Yeah, getting sucked that, out the back.
0: That was that, it just
1: yeah. Um, and and goes away in cloaks just like it does in in Balance of Terror. But thankfully, we've got another ship arriving. Because it's da, an altered alter timeline means the Farragut can be there with James T. Kirk as captain. Crazy. Um, crazy, crazy. So so we know. So what Kirk what do we think
0: the... what do we think of this new Kirk?
1: Not a fan, so far. What's the actors what's the actor called again? Wesley uh, Paul Wesley, sorry. Paul Wesley is is the... Shut up, Wesley. Shut up uh, Wesley. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he's he's played as a bit of he's a bit more of a I don't know. It's like I feel like the actor is kind of playing Kirk as a bit of a, a military man. You know? Yeah. Um He, he doesn't seem to have any of
1: the charm to me. No, nope,
0: um, none of the charm.
1: Um mm. The guy that
0: plays Sam Kirk would have been better.
1: Yeah. I tell you what they should have done, and, and because it's Balance of Terror, we can we can Spore that the Romulans in it as well. The, the same oh Romulan yeah, the, the commander. Romulan
0: commander is in it. Yeah, they should have got the actor that plays Sarek to play the Romulan yeah. commander, because then we could have had
1: Sarek playing the Romulan commander. Again, um, we could have had Una and Chapel be the same person, or could, played yeah, by the so same actor. So many actress.
0: missed opportunities for for casting gags. Yeah, I mean, there's still there's still opportunity for either Una or I'm thinking we could maybe get. Be cool to get a young Luaxana Troy played by Chapel.
1: Yeah. That would be but, fun. But... We've
0: still got an opportunity for that. Or find out it's... that
1: Una in her um because in this timeline she's imprisoned, isn't she? Um mm. for being a um an Elorian. Yeah. And a genetically modified. All they do for her is they're recording her voice to use on on ships. They're like, we've got to record your voice sooner. You know, yes. we can't find anyone to do this for free, and we've got you in prison anyway. So um... yes,
0: this is the punishment for your crime of existing. You yes. have to do voiceover work
1: for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Kirk, Kirk's there on the Farragut, and he suggests the same thing he does in Balance of Terror, um, yeah. shadowing the uh, bird of prey. Uh, as it you know moves towards the uh, Romulan neutral zone, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep, exact same thing. Exact
0: same. Thing. Yep the uh, the theme of this like you know like Kirk does everything the same, Spock does everything the same. The only kind of differences that we get is like we have Or because we have Ortega's and we have Mitchell at the consoles hmm. who for some yeah. reason in this alternate future timeline have switched sides.
1: My theory on
0: that: it, the, the, we needed Ortega's because Ortega's is one of the main characters. So yeah. Ortega's gets the lines, but Ortega's needed to be in that seat to match the racist from the original episode. Uh, what was his name? It's like Siler or Fuck um... him. Who cares what his fucking yeah. name is? He was a xenophobic <laughs> prick. But like, yeah, yeah, fine. Um, yeah. But there was there the the parts that I enjoyed the most about that whole scene is obviously seeing the, seeing the Romulans. um, I love Romulans, but the, the way that they match the lighting. Yeah. um, With the, with the stark lighting there and the weird, Mm -hmm. like lights going across the ship as well. When they're, when they're doing, when they're doing some other maneuvers and like later on when Kirk is, is in battle and he, and he pulls the ship round and the camera does like extreme tilts. Yeah, yeah. They um, they fantastic. used some uh, some silly old school lighting techniques in this episode uh, that I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, um, that I, and the, I, the camera, as we've already said, you, think... you know, sorry
1: follows um, Pike round the bridge like it did Kirk. There's a bit with Spock in it in a minute or two that does the same ramp into him, um, so he can you know put the eyebrow up. Mm-hmm. So they, they've copied a fair bit, but it doesn't stand out. Because I, I had to watch *Balance of Terror* again to be like, "Okay, that's the same camera move. That's that's different." It wasn't like something stood out completely. as like, "Oh, that's sixties filming, and that's modern day filming."
0: Oh, I lo- I I loved it. It was like, I like it's because like I I I have a film degree. And like Mm. when they they just we don't make TV or film the same way that we used to. And the second you use like a camera technique, like turning the camera around like that, or the second you use lighting like that, I I kind of like it's like I'm tuned to Mm. spot it. And so like I twigged fairly early on that we were that, you know, despite not seeing Balance of Terror in a long time, I twigged fairly early on that, that we were copying that episode, just because like that stuff stood out to me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was great. Um, I do think another note about the the Kirk actor, he could have been doing just a little bit more of a Shatner. Yeah.
1: I think that would have made up for it. I don't even necessarily think he needs to do a Shatner because when you think of it, Chris Pine didn't do a Shatner for the majority of of, uh, he, the he had some shaty romance good yeah Chris when pine he was is good eating the he apple when Shatnery he was on moments.
0: the um... but this yeah. this actor is not as good as Chris pine in my opinion no. sorry to oh, no. the actor um
1: <laughs> I don't think that's too harsh to say for him. Uh, Chris Pan is a movie-level actor that gets, you know, is way over budget for the show, and this guy is a guy we've never seen before in any other TV. I program. I, just,
0: I prefer that version of of young of of young Kirk to this version yeah. of alternate reality Kirk. Yeah. Um, but I just I think that the 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 performance he could have made up for that by doing a bit more of a Shatner impression. Mm. Just, a yeah.
1: just, a yeah.
0: little, just a little bit. Just a just a little bit. Just a my. God, Spark. My God. Not not full on like my God. Like
1: yeah. Just a little Just even if you're not gonna do the voice, do like the extra pauses. Do the
0: little pauses. Little pause Over there,
1: you know. Yeah. <laughs> do do that sort we'll, of half a beat.
0: We'll shadow him. He'll Yeah. <laughs> even no, not even that much. Not even that much. Yeah. Just,
1: just a little bit more of a shadow. Just just a little bit. But, you know, there you go. Um, and on hearing that it's uh, George Kirk's brother, Pike has a conversation with Kirk, uh, George Kirk about his brother and seeing, you know, what kind of captain is he going to be? And is he the person who's going to mess up this situation? Even though Pike yeah. knows that him being there is the person that messes up the situation, not Yeah,
0: Kirk. right? Like, <laughs> like, just like... Like presumably, when Jim Kirk in the in the prime timeline takes over the Enterprise, either Sam yeah. quits or Jim, J- James Kirk's like, "No, <laughs> I'm not working with you. You're no. a fucking liability, mate."
1: Doesn't he work on the Enterprise in the in the one episode he appears dead, or is he on uh, No, out he's post? down on a planet.
0: Is he? He's da- okay, he's
1: down on a planet.
0: Yeah. He's been wow. he's been down working on the planet for a couple of years, so presumably either yeah. Kirk booted him off the ship or, or Sam was like, oh, fuck this, I'm not working for my little brother.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it's the same with, you know, Sulu, um, Styler or, or whatever his name is, um, Bones. You can all say, well, Kirk coming in could have brought his, his best mates into the ship and when he didn't do that, or Pike living a bit longer made Ortega's live a bit longer rather than dying
0: or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You're keen on her dying. so <laughs> I'm not keen on her. I just I thought that she would. But,
1: spoiler alert, she doesn't. She doesn't. Even in an alternate timeline, doesn't yeah. die. Manages to live. Yeah. So, you know, it it's the same, or we've managed to tap into their signals, Spock's broken the code, and the Romulans look exactly like Vulcans, oh, what a, what a shock, what a shock. Everyone starts saying, especially Ortegas, well, uh, you bloody Vulcans, um, you know, being the racist person on the ship now. Yeah. In the future. So, apparently Ortegas has got that in her being to be racist. <laughs> I guess
0: so. I guess I, guess I guess, maybe it's something about that chair. Maybe yeah. it's something about where you sit.
1: Yeah, I mean, Chekhov always was um, saying everything was Russian. Maybe yeah. that was how um, racism affected
0: yeah, him. Yeah, I just, oh, I'm sat in the racist chair. Yeah.
1: Whoops, sorry, Spock. Yeah. Um, but... James Kirk beams over, and they have a the same conference room discussion, talking about uh, how they should deal with the uh, the, the Romulans, really, and mm-hmm. come up with the same plan that it's going to go through the comet's tail. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it goes through the comet's tail, let's double team it with our ships and um, boot it out the sky, really.
0: Yeah. So, like at this point, like how how does. What happened in this episode really hmm. differ from the original episode that
1: takes us down that divergent timeline? It it doesn't up to the battle. Kirk it, Kirk says in the battle that because the the plan doesn't work and the Romulan starts firing on uh, the Farragut, and Kirk's like, "Oh, fire on the Romulan, Pike." Pike goes, "Oh, you're too close. We might hit you, and we're too far away, or whatever." Uh, you know, conceit of the episode because apparently it's right. computers or whatever. And
0: obviously, Pike being a good person, he's not gonna, he's not gonna just fire. Yeah, yeah.
1: okay. And, and Kirk says, "Well, it was your, um, you paused, you choked. You should have just fired straight away." Yeah, um, that that's what changed it. Okay, so and and then
0: so comments on this scene i've got to say the whole this this episode drummed up thing that i want to say i fucking hate this trope attack patterns
1: hmm
0: i fuck i can't stand attack the idea of attack patterns i don't know what they mean i feel as though it's just a thing that is thrown into to to beef out dialogue and in this jim kirk's like attack pattern tiberius one yeah and the ship just goes up like that. And I'm like, so what is the attack pattern? Yeah. So what is, you're you pulling a, you're pulling like a roller co- a loop-de-loop. Mm. You're not, he's barely, they're barely firing. How is this an attack pattern? How have you run, th- what is the, lot? I don't understand. What are attack patterns? Yeah.
1: Presumably they've run drills and been like, okay, if I say Tiberius four, what I mean is do a loop. And we'll yeah, run a drill we'll just say, do, do a loop. loop. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, you'd be shouting, do Tiberius 4 And the rest of the bridge crew would be like, what the fuck's Tiberius 4? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you uh, can say what you want. Uh, uh, loop, oh, it's a loop-de-loop. Loop. Yeah. 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 But, you uh, know, but the but... Farragut gets hit and we we see the uh, destructive power of, of the Romulan... Um, it's a a big disruptor. It's not the normal disruptor. It's a big disruptor.
0: Big disruptor. Phase, big plasma. Yeah. Big big ball of plasma. Yeah. Um, same like same like same effect, just mm. much better.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it it destroys pretty much the Farragut. Somehow people got off there alive because half the source is gone, um, other than the bridge. Yeah, like it's yeah. fucked. Yeah. Dead in space, that ship. Um, But we get everyone beaming over, including Commander Larn. Yeah, good uh, for her. Yeah. Who continues her... Last episode, she was opening up at the end and called Pike Chris. And this Mm -hmm. one, she's just hugging, you know? Yeah, straight up. Hugging people. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And then Uh, then it's Pike doing the flinching on, oh, you should have shot straight away and... mm -hmm. um, You know, you're trying to resolve this peacefully when, or without killing them, when we probably have to kill them.
0: He's pulling the, he's trying the charm offensive.
1: Yeah. Which is Pike's classic, classic Pike move. Yeah. He's a, he's a charming fellow and Kirk is really acting up. I know they're both captains, but one of them's a superior captain. Like one Mm. of them's been in the game for longer and Kirk's probably kicking off really. Well I mean that's you know that's the the brashness that is Kirk you yeah. know yeah,
0: mm. like I mean and, and it's a it's an alternate reality Kirk that isn't captain of the enterprise but for you know it, you know it's still capable of being captain of the enterprise and mm. presumably the kind of person that would be captain of the enterprise is probably the person who's going to call the captain of the enterprise out when the captain of the Enterprise fucks up, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So like, throughout this episode, we get these interactions with Pike and Kirk, and I'm thinking, like, are they kind of retroactively having like, this is the reason... this is the reason. Did hmm. did Pike choose Kirk to be captain of the Enterprise, or did I he think like,
1: so.
0: like, by, like it's by it's the gone. time of the end of the
1: episode, yeah, when yeah. he does the. Uh, Towards the end of the episode, he has a sit down with Kirk and says, "You know, tell me about yourself." And uh, Kirk ra- my dad was references captain, the Kelvin. My dad was
0: played by Chris Hemsworth, and he was captain. <laughs> as, he was
1: commander on the fucking Kelvin. Yeah, and then we settle down on a planet where a massacre happened. Great. <laughs> um, I think that's like Pike getting to know his a guy who he says, "You know, you'd make a great commander of the Enterprise," um, and Pike. You know, Kirk says, you know, you're going to retire. And he's like, oh, no, not, not yet. Um, but when I do, I think that's him, you know, them implying. But when I do, you seem to be a good choice, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you, do you, could you see yourself yeah. in an Enterprise? Do you, think you, yeah. do you think you could see yourself? Do you think we could make an Enterprise fit your
1: measurements? Yeah. It's very harsh to say to a another captain. I know this was a temporary alternate timeline. But that captain lost his ship, and you're like goading him with, um, "You'll make a great commander of the Enterprise." He's like, "Oh, yeah. are you retire," and he's like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> just oh, okay. so you're just saying, JK, um, yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic for me. Then you, then you've just said, you know, oh, I've lost my ship, and you've goaded me into saying like, I'd quite like this uh, command. Thanks, thanks, uh, You know, great work." Yeah. Yeah, um, but Pike continues down the the path he's done of of not peace, but being Pike as we know him and being different from Kirk. And he offers a ceasefire for two hours so they can bury their dead and repair their ships, pretty much. Yeah. And we get which some is nice... something Kirk wouldn't do.
0: Yeah, no, you know, Kirk, Kirk would just mm. press on. Yeah. Um, you know, he would he you know keep on task. Yeah, uh, but we do get some nice moments with the Romulans we get some interesting stuff what did you think of the stuff with the Romulans
1: I thought it was pretty good um they they didn't have in the original there was like another old guy for the commander to bounce off I I thought it would be nice to have him still or or see that commander um mourning him Mm. in, in that conversation where it's two hours to bury your dead yeah, um, because instead they've just got this like the next guy down and he does yeah, it in the original twer. episode yeah he communicates to to command uh, to the Praetor in Balance of Terror as well he goes like oh we've done fantastic we've blown up bases and that's one of the things that allows Kirk to cotton on
0: mm. in
1: Balance of Terror where the ship is um, uh. so he, he's always calling home to be a bit of a bitch what a little yeah.
0: fucking bleep! Yeah. fuck
1: that guy. What did you think of the uniforms? Really good, really good. Did you like per- them? Perfect sort of update that you need because the original uniforms were pretty crap. But they I love this. Like, <laughs> oh, they-, they look like pillows. They look like I love them. Push cushions or whatever.
0: I, I love them. Pink I cushions. love those uniforms. My um, yeah, on Star Trek Online, my half Klingon, half Romulan. Uh, mm. Guy wears like that old Romulan uniform, but with a Klingon baldric. Yeah, it looks sick,
1: and I but think like they, they look sick. And you are wrong. <laughs> but the baldric that they do, they do have. As it's not, it's not necessarily a baldric that goes across like Wars does or anything like that. It's just an over the shoulder piece. It's just a set. yeah, that yeah. that's that's just taken off their uniforms. As is, in the background, there's the helmets um, from the original episode where they were like, oh, it's it's really expensive for makeup, isn't it? Can we just stick helmets on a couple of people? Because it's probably cheaper. Yep. Uh, they've got them as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, the but ship... the,
0: the helmet. The, what, when I when I saw that helmet, I thought it was hair. Really? <laughs> I thought it was hair. I was like, that's a fucking choice. Yeah. <laughs> they've they've oh, all got the, the helmet, helmet. Hair.
1: <laughs> Yeah. And all of them, because we we've watched Picard, are one of the subspecies of Romulan, where yeah, they all, they're nor- all got cranial ridges. Yeah,
0: whatever. they're they they're stubborn Northerners.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That that was. A I wouldn't it, know anything
0: they're... about that. Mm.
1: But you're wrong. <laughs> Damn you! Don't make two Northerners take it out on on you, uh, Star Trek. Yeah, mate. <laughs>
0: Like yeah, I like they did. They did have the the sash, but it was just less obnoxious.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, and it was. It was purple. a bit
0: more. Um, it, was, it was. It was. kind of like. It was a lot like some of the Romulan stuff from um, yeah. Star Trek Online. Hmm. More than anything. From, from yeah, what
1: I took. I thought the the commander did a, a a very good job as well because the the original one is very weary of war and yes. this one, you know takes his bitch of a subcommander to the side and says like, oh, you know, I, I served in the Riemann affair or the Riemann yeah. conflict as did your uncle, you know, same sort of thing where it was like, you haven't experienced war. I've experienced yeah. war. I don't want to be in a war.
0: <laughs> yeah. You've just, yeah. You've just lived a life of paranoia and, yeah. and now you're just like, you're rearing to go. And it's like, I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah i've done this you know i just want to get home in the same way that the romulan commander was like a mirror for kirk he's just that that sort of same character where he's just a captain cares about his crew wants to do his duty and and go home really doesn't want mm. to start a war if he can avoid it so great great work on him um i would say at least for the the start but when it gets into later on when he does his, his death rows, I, I think mark leonard um original sarik does it a
0: fair bit better agreed yeah but you know but it's like very the, hard to beat Sarek, you know, the, the 90s the the uh the 1960s cast were all like it was also thespy they were all such thespians they were all actors yeah. of stage like mm. you know it's you know a lot of their performances are a bit hard to beat because they're
1: yeah playing to the rafters yeah you know but, like, pe- people who haven't watched um, Balance of Terror re- recently, go watch it because it's not... Compared to a lot of TOS, it isn't, you know, that goofy and silly or anything like that. It is it is a very, very solid episode of TV. Very yeah. solid. you know. Yeah,
0: and, like, we talked about, um, you know, we had the submarine combat-style mm-hmm. episode with the Gorn a few weeks ago. Like, yeah. that, you know that episode you know takes a lot from balance of terror as well um mm. so yeah it's it's a good it's just it's good submarine combat yeah um but with um with added like i guess it's also a good precursor to wrath of khan where you've got khan and and kirk they never meet in yeah. person you know, same with, with Balance of Terror, same with this episode. The the protagonist and the antagonist never meet in person. They only yeah. talk um, over the phone, like Die Hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, till the end
1: of Die Hard, isn't
0: it? Till the end. Oh, yeah, they do meet at the end Di- of Die, die hard. hard. Die Hard
1: 1, Die Hard 3. I don't know about Die Hard 2. It's been a while since I watched it. They all do the same thing, don't they, really, where they yeah. only meet the villain at the very, very end. Um, but we two hours pass, and uh, both ships have been repairing. Um, Pike suggests peace again because it's Pike, and the Romulan fleet arrives because the bitch of the subcommander has called them. Oh wait! Before we
0: get to that bit, wait—is yeah. it wait, when do we get Scotty? Is this when we get uh, Scotty?
1: We, we we get Scotty. I think a bit a bit before that. So let's do Scotty. Right.
0: So we get so. While they're doing repairs while they're on while they're in the ceasefire
1: mm-hmm.
0: um we get Spock in a Jefferies tube talking to an engineer who is mm-hmm. in the in the um in, in the end credits is listed as engineer
1: yeah
0: um and is voiced by michael uh Matthew wolf mm-hmm. and it's, it's
1: Scotty
0: yeah yeah. You what know, did you think of the
1: voice?
0: I mean, did you it think was, it was good enough? I mean, it was all right. It was it was it was as good as the other fake Scottish accents that that we've had. Yeah. In the sky. We haven't yeah. had a single Scot. I wondered. So, yeah. Do we think? Um, d- did you look up the the actor? Did, did I look I, I
1: looked up the name, but I I haven't seen a picture of him or what he's been in before. I mean,
0: he's done a little bit of acting. He's done a lot of voice acting. That's when I was mm. like, okay. That's
1: who did it. I think they'd um, recast it anyway. To be do honest, do you reckon?
0: Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe because we we but, don't know.
1: Scotty could be in from next season, for all we know. After Hammer's death, maybe not. Maybe not. They could always hire another replaceable, uh, <laughs> another guy who's going to die. Yeah, no,
0: another another person with a fucking with with a, uh with a countdown.
1: Yeah, target on his back. Yeah. They call him Mister um, King of the Red Shirts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So yeah, it it was nice having that that audio cameo, I suppose. Uh,
0: yeah, and because I, I we don't have best, we, like, we don't have Sulu, we don't have mm. um, we have Uhura, Still got a yeah. short hair, but still got that scoop neck. Yeah. Um, we do have, have given bones. her a wig. They should have given. They could have
1: given her a wig. Yeah. Um, just to show but, a passage of time as well because yeah. everyone looks exactly the same Ortegas has still got a haircut you know, mm. at least put a horror in a wig yeah, Ortegas is
0: still rocking that Hawkeye Mohawk yeah. seven years seven years on Oof. yeah, no one's told it <laughs> yeah. um, but nope we don't have Bones, we have M- Mbenga saying the same lines as Bones yeah. um, we don't have we don't have Bones, we don't have Sulu we don't who else do we have? That's it really, I think. we have bones, we don't have suit, but we got sky.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, which we can we can live with. We can live with. Oh yeah. It makes sense that some of them were on their own, some of them weren't. So hmm. I'm very happy to live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, they the fleet has arrived and they demand um or or sorry, before that as well, Kirk comes up with a plan. And says to Pike, "Can I borrow a shuttle?" And he goes. Yeah, I've got to go beat Kirk shuttle. for a minute. Yeah, which you know is is a Kirk thing to do, and he goes off in a shuttle. To go off with a plan that he hasn't quite gone into. Yeah. Just
0: trust me. Trust me. No, no, no. Before I give you a shuttle in the middle of a combat situation, I need you to tell me what the plan is.
1: Yeah. Don't you worry. Did you notice again? They didn't show the shuttle actually leaving the shuttle bay from looking at the shuttle bay. Because I'm convinced it doesn't fit in.
0: <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you might be onto something with that. They're, they're just not showing the shuttle bay. Yeah. How the fuck are we going to make this fit?
1: Yeah. We've made made engineering too big. We can't have a shuttle bay. And the shuttles are too big as well. People can actually stand up in them now and that's too big for our shuttle bay. Nope. Yeah um but the romans back the fleet the yeah, praetor the, they, yeah they bring, the, know, they bring praetor everyone says to surrender. everyone yeah praetor they've got the boss
0: they've got all yeah. the different all the different flavors of ships so many different ships no copying and pasting going on in that fleet
1: it was it was Talking going to become very close Bacard. uh to becoming picard wasn't it
0: yeah man but they they uh they had different ships
1: yeah Different ships, frankly. And I believe one or two of them are from online. Um, Probably. Or, or so, so I mean, they've Red. got
0: the assets. The assets yeah. are there.
1: The digital yeah. asset. Yeah, you know, might as well reuse it. Might as well reuse it. Hmm. Um, but the... Pike's not going to surrender to the Praetor. Um, and all of Kirk's ships come coming in. And he's controlled all of the automated mining ones to come... To, the, uh, to save the day, really. Yeah, man. Kirk, fucking
0: Kirk rocks up with a bunch of dummy ships. Hmm. I was like, how's he managed this? Um, I'm thinking yeah. maybe holograms? Now nah, we did that in Picard. They won't be doing holograms. What the fuck are these ships? They look like a bunch of... Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, like the Evergreen. The, yeah. The, <laughs> they, they all reminded me of that ship that got stuck in the... Panama Canal
1: yeah and they, they did set, set them up way early in the episode when that we're first talking in the present to uh, Hansen. it's like we're going to give you a load of automated mining ships and build up mm-hmm. your events and whatever nice. And here they are all these automated ships uh, yep. coming in uh, so it's a it's a standoff really because yeah, I, I the loved, Romulans I loved... don't know these ships are crap
0: yeah, they don't. They don't know what our ships look like. We don't know what their ships look like. They, listen, yeah. these fucking hunks of shit. These are top of the range
1: combat vessels, son. Yeah, Pike calls them like Delta class attack fighters, doesn't he? <laughs> nice touch. Nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. Quite, so that's, that's 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 a nice bluff. Very Kirk yeah. move. The Pike saying, "You know, oh no." Because the, the Praetor comes out as a, as a real bitch and says, this is, you know, planned. You've got all your attack <laughs> ships here. It's like, you your ships arrived first. They, they, your yeah. ships are here. Yeah. And we why, were just on manoeuvres around here. you picking a fight, with us? You, picking a fight
0: yeah. with us? you are, like, right in my face. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, with, it's, it's like when someone's, like, bumping their chest into someone. They're like, what are you getting in my
1: face? What are you yeah. getting in my face? It's like, fuck off. I didn't get as well that Pike says like, oh, you're on your side of the neutral zone, we're on our side. And there's maybe like 10 ships length in between them. You're like, how thin is this neutral zone? Well, if yeah, you could just be you... like, I'm in the neutral zone. I'm at the neutral zone. <laughs> is there a,
0: like, how, how are they demarc... What, what is the
1: demarcation? Is there a ribbon? Is there... Where is the ribbon? <laughs> in Star Trek Generations... Passing through the galaxy, different ribbon. Different ribbon. Different. There could be
0: two ribbons in the galaxy. Yeah, a wandering ribbon and the and the Romulan <laughs> neutral zone ribbon. Yeah, but the the Romulan neutral zone is an actual ribbon that is presumably v- ribbon size, which is why we can't see it. Yeah, it's very thin. Yes, but also
1: completely like covers the span upwards and downwards. <laughs> The whole of the universe.
0: Well, it it goes round, (laughs) presumably.
1: Yeah, true. Big, long ribbon. Yeah. Um, But Pike points out that they've got evidence of the warbird blowing up the outpost, so it's clear that they started it. Hmm. And the Praetor goes like, well, you know. Now, is it... Did she blow up the ship or set the ship to be blown up because they were weak to be caught and she doesn't like weakness? Yes, like
0: I'm like okay, like it's very much like um, kind of weird because like this it's kind of set up to be like okay, well here's the solution to the problem. I'll execute this guy because that's how we deal with stuff, and like that's our gesture. And it's kind of like you would have it kind of seems like a gesture of like goodwill to execute the Romulan commander, but
1: isn't yeah Because like, oh, he, w- he was doing his own thing and our punishment for that is killing him and that would have been the end of it
0: yeah but but that's not the end of it no like then no. they say right now that we've executed that guy on mm. uh, you know unrelated no <laughs> unrelated that, note no, we're also um, gonna blow you up yeah yeah on a, on a, on a, yeah unrelated note fuck you boom boom boom
1: yeah. And so this where we get the, the same speech from the Romulan commander um as Balancer Tara, when he's blowing up, he's like, you know, in a different universe we could have been friends, which makes me feel for him because in every universe it feels like he doesn't have friends. Yeah <laughs> Yeah Whatever just, like, happens in this battle, yeah. he needs a friend. In a different, in a different reality, reality, I could have called you friend. I could
0: have called you friend. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Uh, the old guy in the original episode wasn't was, didn't help. This fucking dweeb in this episode didn't help. No. Maybe in the Kelvin timeline. Maybe in the well, Kelvin
1: timeline, they're friends. I have already said like the the original plan for the third Kelvin film was this, or what was involving the Russian commander again? The Russian uh, commander, uh, the the Romulan commander. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I, I might be um, moving between what is allegory and what is real world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, the lines are blurred. Yeah,
0: because obviously, you know, in the original episode, it's submarine combat and the Romulans are the Russians. Yeah, but yeah, no, easy, easy mistake to
1: make, easy Freudian slip, easy to do, easy to do. But that—that was the original plan for the third Kelvin film. Um, Oh man, that'd be cool. Pa- my, Chris Pinekirk my, and my, the Rumble and Commander were going to come out as a mutual respect for each other, and yeah, everything and like that. Come out with friends.
0: My my idea for the for the Kelvin timeline version of mm. uh, the undiscovered country because that's what Kelvin movies do. They just redo. Yeah. They just redo things, or well, they did in one film, and so now that's the yeah. that's the now they the
1: that.
0: Yeah, um, would be like instead of spock making connections with klingon command it would be mm. kirk making connections with romulans and yeah. spock being all like they killed my they killed my dad they killed
1: my mom yeah yeah it I, it's interesting and I, I will give i give '09 9 trek like the, the first reboot a lot of credit because and it, they do the exact same thing in this episode, and they did the exact same thing in Balance of Terror to connect it all together. Where um, Nero is his name, isn't it? Mm. Where his ship is being real crushed by that artificial black hole piece, the red matter black hole. Pike says, oh, Kirk says, um, oh, we'll beam you all aboard. You know, we'll, we'll save you, but you're under arrest. Your ship is compromised. Too close to the singularity to survive without assistance, which
0: we are willing to provide.
1: And all that, you know. Yeah. And they do the same in of Terror where Kirk goes, you know, we'll beam you aboard. And the Romulan commander says, that's not our way. The ship's going to blow up. And in here they go, uh, Pike says, we'll beam you aboard. And the Romulan commander says... You know, no, it's our way. I'm going to die because of duty. If mm. if the state wants to execute me, then that's what the state wants to do, and we're loyal to the state. We could beam you and your to beam you survivors. So throughout Star Trek, you know, you give your enemies not necessarily a second chance, but you let them turn themselves in to, mm. to face consequences. You don't just kill them out of hand. So yeah, I, I do like you're it. about
0: to, you're about to explode. Um, yeah. Wouldn't you rather? You know, face a tribunal.
1: Yeah, give up, and you know we can we can um, see you right. Mm. You, you'll face your crimes, but you'll live. And yeah, so I, I I do like that with with Star Trek compared to other I don't know sci-fi's. And they do it here because they're copying Balance of Terror, but they did it in Oh Nine as well, and that's why I give Oh Nine a bit more credit than than Ooh. people do. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, shit um, pops off. Shit pops off. Uh, the the Romulans start firing, um, and we're ready to warp away, but the warp's broke, and we're getting hit, and we're all being shot up. And Kirk manages to to pull his ships, his automated ships, in front of the Enterprise to give them a bit of extra time to get away. Did you think Kirk was going to die here?
0: Yes. Yeah, I did think Kirk was going to die there, and that was going to be part of the reason why the future was
1: so fucked. Yeah, same. I, I was just like, okay, this this is how they're explaining it. Then they go like, Kirk died, and that's why things are shite. Um, you know, maybe we couldn't save ourselves from a whale probe, or maybe Khan comes around and fucks shit up, or yeah. maybe whatever happened in Star Trek Three, we couldn't find Spock's dead body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all uh, that could have happened without Kirk. The
0: ribbon comes back.
1: The ribbon. You know, the Kirk couldn't sacrifice himself. Yeah, with the ribbon, he couldn't die on a bridge. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as Kirk does in Generations. Um, so yeah, but he gets away. He gets beamed aboard, and they warp away and hear that the Romulans have have declared war because the Federation is is viewed as weak because mm. they were trying to push peace a bit too heavily, Pike was. So yeah that's the defining factor on what was ruined this universe is Pike is is very heavy on peace.
0: Yeah. So, yeah well whoop. whereas in the original episode Kirk just took them out. Yeah. Which made the Kirk. Romulans go,
1: alright. Kirk in the same way as the Rush the Rom commander nearly did it again there um you know they're doing their duty to the state, which means unfortunately killing each other they have to they realize that one of them is going to have to kill the other one um because of their allegiance to the states
0: the uh i, I love the next scene when uh pike goes to the when pike goes to sick bay. yeah i love it when they, there's a great shot of pike wandering around i love it when they use those rigs
1: i hate it i hate those, I love rigs. those rigs i love them you you know how uh, people don't like the car crash angle. So in the Weekly Planet, Meso doesn't like the car crash angle in cars, where it's that fixed shot. Yeah, where you see a person in the passenger seat, and you see a car coming.
0: Oh, that. that that's... Oh, oh, I thought you meant like when, when the camera is fixed onto um, the to the onto the bonnet, and like the no, car flips no. over and everyone goes woo. <laughs> no, the, the
1: one where it's the passenger seat, and say like the camera here is the camera for the car, and I'm the passenger. The driver looks, looks over uh, to the passenger. The passenger looks back and you see the car that it's going to crash uh, into come ooh, in at the background straight into the side. Right. You know, to, to me, the Digby Chicken Caesar is that <laughs> where you just fix a rig onto someone and they stumble around. <laughs>
0: I love it. I like that one. It's it's a, it's good cinematic language for when someone is like, yeah, what the fuck? Um, yeah. they did They did a, a reverse dead
1: uh, newlywed yeah, so it was the guy this time that uh, mm-hmm. died, no it was the girl this time that yep. died and was the guy that survived the bride, it was the bride, the bride. that
0: died not the groom
1: um, hmm. but we also find you know, we we go see Spock, and he's missing a leg, and he's radiation burned—not for the first time.
0: Yeah, man, Spock's <laughs> gonna
1: be a head on a box. Yeah, and you know, it's maybe Doctor Chapel, uh, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, something going on there. She's wearing blue, so she had a di- she was wearing blue. She had a different uniform. Yeah, um, but... better, better than the white, better than the white. I quite they like should, the white. They should use that for next series.
1: Yeah, um, but but says you know, if he survives, he's not going to be the same. Spock and Pike, you know, shakes his head and realises this is a pretty shit future uh, for himself. And uh, goes back to his quarters and starts drinking. Yeah, fair enough. Which isn't the first time we've seen Pike go back to his quarters this season after a defeat. And just like pour himself a drink and stare out his window like, ah shit, this this is a bad job.
0: It's yeah, it's it's a it's a classic Pike move because that's what Pike does in the pilot episode of Star Trek. He's kind yeah. of just worn out a bit, and he goes back to his quarters, and the chief medical officer makes him a
1: martini. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Bryce, you know that, yeah, that that swindler, that alcohol dealer. He's more the barman than the <laughs> the doctor, isn't he?
0: Hey man, I like that. They should have they should have got fucking Jeff. Um,
1: Jeffrey Jeffrey Coombs Coombs. to play him. Yeah. Rear Admiral Pike arrives again and says, you know, in every future that the monks have shown me, when I trade my fate in, something terrible happens to Spock and millions die and the war goes on. Um, So, in my time, probably 15, 20 years from, from, um, I don't know, now or 15, 20 Mm. years from whenever Pike originally dying. The war is still going on. Millions have died. And it's it's a bad move. So you need to... This is your calling card now. You need to stop trying to change time. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to get on with it. Just. Um, you yeah, accepted yeah, your, yeah, another... your fate on Borath and now you're trying to change it, you know? Don't yeah. be a dick about it.
0: Yeah, well, you know, he's got to... Uh... Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of like he he accepted his fate on Borath. And then he he was kind of at the start of this series, he was kind of still wrestling with it Mm. and then accepted his fate. Then later on in the series, kind of thought, well, maybe I can maybe I can work something out.
1: Yeah.
0: And then end of the series, he's accepted his fate again. So that's three times he has accepted the same fate.
1: Yeah. And it does kind of close the book on because like Una says in the first episode, you know, why don't you try changing it? And if you did change it, we wouldn't be in the prime timeline. We'd be messing stuff up. So it's nice that that book is kind of closed. Can't you change the future? Seriously, you do not want me to. Yeah. I think it would have been nice, though, because you see him at the end of the episode delete the message to Mott. Yep. Does, does Mott and the other one have to die? Apparently. Or, or does he just the have needs to get of the boxed? Many.
0: It's Star Trek, baby. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. All the one. All the one. Like, it's, you know... But
1: if Pike got boxed by himself, would it really... Would it be a different future? Because he wouldn't have passed his fate on to Spock then. He would have just still lived his fate, but saved Mott. Well, maybe any way
0: that, maybe there's no way of getting that message across to Mart without it derailing the whole operation. Yeah, and yeah. so like like they say, when the thing explodes, there was no one there. Yeah, maybe there's no way of getting that warning out without. True. True. Without it all going off, you know. And and Pike is committed like said, to that every time yeah. he's tried to change the future you know and presumably he's tried to do it a few different ways
1: yeah pike is presumably really committed to that timeline as well though cuz like he knows balance of terror is going to happen at some point and that those outposts are going to blow up and he's like i'll never tell <laughs> you know <woo-hoo-hoo.
0: laughs> oh really looking forward to this trading session captain oh are you are you Don't make any plans. Yeah. Oh, very funny, Captain. Yeah.
1: Again, he should spend all his, like, off hours now recording messages to, like, instead of having a beep-beep voice, he should have a a Stephen Hawking voice that is just his normal voice that he's recorded. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, he doesn't because he's he's very committed to the timeline where he's a a beep-beep man. Yes. Um, Yeah. Um, But this is where we get Kirk arriving and they they have that conversation we were speaking about before where Pike wants to get to know Kirk and says, you know, you'd been great in command of the Enterprise. And Kirk says, you know, well, my dad was on the Kelvin. Then we move to... Yeah, then my dad didn't die. That my dad didn't die because we're not in the Kelvin timeline. People who, who think that, you know, we're still possibly Kelvin. We're not... So does this does this episode interfere with
0: your theory that the Kelvin timeline began to diverge before? No, no, oh, okay. Be- because
1: the- there's big movements and there's little movements, aren't there? So in the same way mm. that the Enterprise was still around, um, you know, these outposts, the Kelvin could have still been uh, George Kirk's ship. So, for people who don't know, my my theory is the timeline for the Kelvin verse. You know, matter was still spilling out of that black hole um, before in the in the timeline. Then uh, Nero turned up, which changed the universe a bit more. Which is why we get very small changes to that universe um, before before mm-hmm. Nero turns up. Um, but the, the, it's kind of what sets up. Pike as 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 seeing Kirk as someone who's who's fit for command, really of of the Enterprise, because mm. we know if they if they keep the same story as you know uh, TOS had, Kirk didn't meet Pike at all. He just knows of him um, through. He knows something happened to him. and Goes, oh okay, yeah, yeah, I got the ship.
0: So. Probably some behind-the-scenes stuff with Pike saying, you know, Hmm. if something happens to me, this is the person I've scoped out.
1: Well, I think original timeline, he gives up the ship a year or... about a year before Kirk takes it over. About 18 months before Kirk takes it over. So he could have still given up the ship, said, oh, it's Kirk's. Then... A year later, he has his accident. He has his accident that he knew was going to happen. Um, right. So he he's just timed okay. it well to hand it over to Kirk at the right time.
0: Well, I think didn't in the original timeline wasn't Pike already an admiral when when the shit when when he has his accident? Uh, possibly, but
1: he he. I know. I know he's, he's
0: got like. I know he's got epaulets on. Yeah. With...
1: He might stuff. be a Commodore because so make... they liked calling people Commodore yeah. more, didn't they?
0: Maybe that's part of part of you know how he avoided the accident is you know maybe
1: yeah you know avoiding promotion yeah. Then then Pike opens the the time crystal box, touches it, and goes back to back to the normal yeah. time. Talks to Spock, and were you emotional? You were emotional. Yeah, a couple of episodes. About I was the not kid. emotional in this ah. episode. No. I, I was emotional when he was talking to Spock. So yeah. he, Spock is saying, and I, I can't remember the episode where Spock knew about Pike's fate on, on about Boraf and stuff like that. But Spock seemed mm. to be clipped, uh like clued into that. And Pike's saying, you know, oh, it's been a while since I saw you. It's like, no, you saw me 10 minutes ago in the conference room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, when you had
0: a little flap and 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 walked off,
1: yeah, and you know they they imply to each other that Pike has seen his fate if he tries to avoid it, and it gets pushed onto Spock, and Spock, you know, knows that it gets pushed onto him, and says, "Well, I owe you a debt um, for mm. for not avoiding your fate and to take take it like a man and, um, yeah, you know, save save me." So I was I was, yeah. was heart at that point. I was emotionally manipulated enough to uh have have Pike um you know saving Spock because Spock is vitally important to the peace between Romulus mm. and he's vitally important between stopping Vija and all that. Yeah. Well
0: yeah, and like that's 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 the thing, like um that you know, future Pike uh says to present Pike, he's like Listen, that man hmm. has, like, is has a very important future. Like, like, more, probably it's, pro- it's kind of to me. It felt slightly more implied that, like, the Romulan War is bad. Yeah. But the fact that there is no Spock is
1: worse. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Because w- in in that Pike's lifetime, he wouldn't have known about the reunification of. Of Romulus and uh Vulcan because that happens you know hundreds of years in the future, so it must yeah, be the probably knows about it through time crystal. Oh, the crystals. time crystal,
0: yeah. step into the time cave. Anything step can be solved time by time crystals. Find the time
1: crystal, yeah, it's dungeons and dragons, yeah, crystals. It's very um. Stargate uses crystals, doesn't it, as, as a you know weird thing to power ships or to to be computers in ships or to do anything that it needs yeah. to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. And then we get Pike yeah, wandering the ship, you know, all happy and he's he's smiling and nodding to people and he's like, "Hey, hurrah!" He's doing. Again, he might as well be doing finger doing guns,
0: mimicking of the mimicking of of the movements
1: of, yeah. of Balance of Terror. But he might as well be shooting people finger guns as he's going around. He's like, Hurrah! I know you in the future, you do well. I'll take us. Yeah, a lot of like, <laughs> nod. Yeah. Nod. Nod. Yeah. Nod. That. All good. All good. Um, yeah. But then unfortunately, we get uh, Captain Batal coming yeah. back again as our end of season <laughs> stinger. Yeah. Um, they want Una and Pike in the transporter room because they're arresting Una and taking her away. So that's what happened to Number One. But they're gonna—they're gonna solve it next season, aren't they? I mean, like, are they? They didn't in in the alternate timeline. They didn't in the alternate timeline. But all we know of Una in the prime normal timeline is that she's not on the Enterprise. So next season they could save her and like buy her a false identity on a farm somewhere and just be mm, like yes. right Una you can you can live on this farm.
0: Yeah, I suppose like he's that's one sort of takeaway that Pike can have where he's like, you know, well we're not doing that timeline though are we? So yeah. let's get Una out of prison like and it's just fucked up shit. Yeah. Fucked up shit. Lying, like, like being imprisoned because she's got genetic modifications. You know, we talked about it in the episode about the ghosts of Illyria, Like, it's just messed up.
1: Especially when she didn't do that to get ahead or to be a superhuman or anything like that. That's just what her race does to fit into mm. their surroundings. So we, we're not even sure if Illyrians look like humans. They, Una we're, could not, have genetically... we're not even sure if she has a choice. Yeah. But it, it's, it's very harsh of the Federation because they've got this no genetic augments because of, of shit that's happened with Khan in the past. that we're not going to yeah. allow that and we're not going to allow you. You're a we've got such con, a, you.
0: We've got such a fucking anti-space Nazi rule. We're going to be total fucking Nazis about it. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just think that the, 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 I think we both, we clearly both agree that the, the yeah. that it's fucking, it's an arbitrary nonsense thing that like shouldn't necessarily exist, no. but they need it to for dramatic tension. Yeah. Which, okay.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can live with, and hopefully, well, we know Una's going to get out. I don't think they're going to end Una's story on she dies in prison. <laughs> it would be very harsh of the writers to be like. Oh yeah. No. Pike says he's gonna save her, but she dies in prison.
0: Yeah, she died thirty years later. Yeah. She died trying to escape prison in her old age.
1: Yeah. For all we know, Illyrians happy live two hundred years and she had two hundred years in prison just in a small cell yep. by herself. You go like mm.
0: It's like it's it's like um it's like like that episode where they torture O'Brien, O'Brien. for thirty years in a prison but mm. without the happy ending. Yeah. Oh God! What if she kills herself in fucking
1: prison? Oof. Hopefully not. Fingers uh, crossed. Touch wood that Arn and Pike are going to rescue her next season because they're the ones that are, are most invested in her, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so o- overall, w- what I was going to say, I-, I think it it slightly robs TOS. The- there's kind of a message in balance of terror that is, you know, these two captains don't want to fight each other um, but there's prejudice that they have to overcome and there's impressions of each other where they go, oh, we've never seen Romulans but they're, they're warfaring and, you know, God only knows what they think of us um, and war's glorified by those who can't remember it and mm. you know, you, you're fighting for an ideology that you don't necessarily believe in and you know, the other side isn't necessarily believing in. Yeah. That, that was a stronger uh, like point to an episode than this one to me, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: like, because like that, but like this episode was, it was more kind of like peppered with that message. If we're talking about messages, because obviously this episode is about Pike and Pike's journey Hmm. So, like, I can forgive it not necessarily executing that as well. Yeah. Because what I think it does execute well is resolving Pike's kind of internal struggle of getting to grips with his, you know, this future that he's, that, that he, you know, has in store for him. Yeah. By, you know, and, and it, it, it reconciles that with the classic message of Star Trek, which is the needs of the many outweighing the needs of the few yeah and that's you know that's that's what it does the you know yeah you can you can try and save your life and you will live to a handsome old age mm. but very handsome millions will die in a war mm. um so yeah you gotta you gotta accept your fate you gotta let that kid die yeah um, needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few baby
1: classic star trek yeah yeah do you think? Because the Battle of Terror bounces off reasonably, or more than this episode does, on McCoy being there to be, having the emotional point of, you know, you don't need to start war and you don't need to be there. Um, you're You're doing something for, you know, your great-great-grandfather's war and stuff like that. Mm. I don't think it bounces off that side of it well. So kind of like, because McCoy, Kirk, and Spock are the id, ego, super ego all the time, aren't they? There's yeah, no real. But, but id we there. don't, we
0: don't have that. Yeah, we don't have that dynamic with Pike. Pike yeah. is heart. Like his Pike. You know, Pike doesn't need a. He doesn't need a Bones to be his heart. He's yeah. got a lot of heart. Mm. And like had Kirk really listened to bones instead of just kind of taking his stuff on board and keeping it in mind yeah if he'd have really listened to bones and maybe tried to to reach peace he would have fucked the universe as we say exactly you know yeah. so you know i guess you know in a, in a lot of ways it's kind of stomps on uh, on, on that
1: message of peace yeah it's really like <laughs> oh you know peace well Maybe yep. you want to try and go for peace, but again, yeah. Sometimes you just have to so, kill your enemies. You know, kill them dead. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes
0: you just got to, you know, cut 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 something off at, at the at the root. Yeah, you know, sometimes you've just got to blow a ship off, you blow a ship up at the root of the tree. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm, I got all my metaphors mixed up. Mi- mixed sometimes you again. just got to blow a motherfucker up. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. which is a it, it was a weird message in in um, TOS, and it's weirder here because it's not presented. It doesn't have that balance inside as much, other than yeah. Pike to be like, you know, no, don't destroy yourself by becoming a murderer, which is pretty much what McCoy says to Kirk. Um, don't don't kill yourself by becoming a murderer and becoming all this. It doesn't have that in this episode. It's just like nah, ahead of them yeah <laughs> murder both, is like, good the, 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 and like yeah the the like the response
0: to bones is like oh i won't be killing myself i am a murderer yeah i've killed so
1: many aliens so so many if i don't sleep with them i okay. kill them yeah
0: but basically
1: yeah did did you also get the uh the connection to the first episode of disco because i think this cribs a lot from tos it references tng and re- reunification it cribs from Disco, and it cribs from Lower Decks, the end of the second season.
0: In which, in what way does it crib from the first episode
1: of Disco? So, the Vulcan Hello with the Klingons, it is. Yeah. If you don't blow up the Klingons, they'll never respect you, and it'll be war. I guess. And in this, yeah, it's like, with- if you don't blow these motherfuckers up and try to sue for peace, there's going to be war. The lower decks connection is is the the captain being you know arrested at the end of lower decks season one, and then this we get uh, Una yeah. arrested at the at this end of season um, as well. So we get two things to fight for: two arrested captains or, or uh, first officers. Oh
0: yeah, there's yeah there's going to be similar themes in the next series of lower decks and Strange New Worlds, I guess. Yeah. Although we're going to get
1: lower decks much sooner, hopefully. Who knows? There's no announcement on when shit's coming on other than Lodex's summer. So it was summer this yeah. year, we know. Do you have anything else on the on the episode? Um, nope. All in all, uh
0: thoroughly enjoyed the episode. I think that the this series has been a fucking ten out of ten, best first series of any Star Trek show by
1: far. Certainly live action ones. Yes, I, I I haven't watched Lower Decks again since uh, its original run, first season of that. But I remember that being a very strong first season, um, mm-hmm. and the the only one that comes close, rivaling Strange New Worlds, is TOS. So naturally, yeah, yeah, it's nice it makes that because
0: yeah,
1: you know, it all works together, and they're all similar sorts of episodes, I suppose.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but to finish up, I guess, um, you know, um, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And me and Mike, we are but the few. And so we sacrifice our time and our effort to bring you the the tightest, most crackliest audio, jumpiest videoed, um review video podcast um of any star trek show we, we we do this not for us but we do it for
1: the many and you know if we could get you to like subscribe tell a friend uh, there's Absolutely. always even socials as well
0: uh yes um look for me at ethan a lun on TikTok and cheap sit and smoke all one word on most of the socials facebook i'm not on twitter uh, i am on youtube i've
1: got some short stuff on there uh, we'll originally have well we'll eventually have a, a twitter for the show i suppose once one of us couldn't be bothered getting up up, off their ass to do it <laughs> so yeah but other than that we were signing off where
0: we, yeah, before i distracted us yes we were uh live long and prosper motherfuckers
1: And peace and long life, double dumbasses.
0: Double dumbass on you.
1: Double dumbass on you all!